Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the latest edition of the American Awakening. I am your host, Michael Herzog, and the title for tonight's broadcast, The Crimes Against Humanity. They are many. But no, I'm not going to talk about the war crimes currently being committed by the current occupiers of the Israeli government uh, in the Gaza Strip as horrendous as they are, they are just one example of the global crimes being committed against humanity. Uh, not the only sample, however. There are so many simultaneous crimes being committed by so many, well, it's kind of hard to keep up. I mean, even the White House on Monday acknowledged that Israel has killed, and I quote, many, many thousands of innocents. Yet the Pentagon still maintains that uh, U.S. military aid to Israel is unconditional. This was the title of a recent article by Dave DeCamp, who writes for antiwar.com. And despite the grim death toll, the United States still refuses to place any limits on Israel's use of American weapons of which we supply. Now, when asked on Tuesday about the civilian casualties, uh, the Pentagon spokeswoman, Sabrina Singh, said, and I quote, we don't put conditions on weapons that we're sending or that Israel is using, end quote. And the Biden administration has even cast doubt on the numbers coming from the Gaza's health ministry. But, of course, Biden is not denying that civilians are being killed on a massive scale. And Pentagon spokesman uh, Brigadier General Pat Ryder has also acknowledged that thousands of civilians have been killed. Well, let me state, over 4,000 children, over 10,000 men and women. Men, women, and children, I'm sorry. It is truly sad to observe, folks, that the uh, current, what they call leaders in the Biden administration obviously possess no compassion, no common sense, and as importantly, no moral compass. Alas, I mean, how far have we fallen here? And by the way, have you noticed that when one crime starts to be exposed, another possible life-changing catastrophe pops up so conveniently, always bigger than the last one. Benjamin Netanyahu with fraud charges pending. 
Joe Biden with corruption charges being investigated by Congress. Joe's administration still trying to sell the lie that Ukraine is winning. Well, what better to divert the attention of these criminals but another war? And no one seems to have any concern that a wide-scale war might just significantly reduce the world's population even further. But hey, isn't that what they've been doing all along? Biden shoveling money to Zelensky while he continues to shove his soldiers into a meat grinder. Over 400,000 now, at last count. Netanyahu either standing down or deliberately delaying response to the uh, October 7th Hamas attack, resulting in the deaths of 1,400 Israeli soldiers and citizens, and then ordering the bombing and genocide of innocent men, women, and children in Gaza, totaling over 10,000 the last time I looked, which was yesterday. But in this broadcast, I'm going to talk about another crime against humanity that sadly is yet, well, it's just one more tool in the arsenal of population reduction. Now, I'm going to start this broadcast with a few questions directed to any and all of you that are listening. Have you or anyone you know, whether it be friends, co-workers, family members, taken the COVID vaccine? Was it of your own accord, or were you, were they coerced, were they guilted, were they enticed, or you, or threatened to do so by your family, your friends, your employer, or your government? If you answered yes, did you, did your family, did your friends, did your coworkers suffer any side effects from doing so? Did any of the above that I just mentioned cause anyone to succumb as a result of taking the uh, vaccine or the boosters. Now, I ask these questions for a reason, as the evidence is now overwhelming and well beyond a preponderance of evidence in any civil case or a reasonable doubt in any criminal case, that the manufacture, the distribution, along with the entire COVID campaign, was a plan, a nefarious plan with a multitude of premeditated consequences. Now, I've posted several articles on my website, theamericanawakening.org, including but not limited to, one, study finds causal link between COVID vaccines and mortality confirming one death for every 800 jabs, which, according to the article, states a figure of uh, 850,000 Americans which succumbed to the vaccine. And here's a, uh, just a quick excerpt from it. A new report has estimated that COVID-19 vaccines averaged one death for every 800 injections around the world across all age groups. Now, this is according to a, stati a statistical analysis of mortality data 
from a range of southern hemisphere and equatorial countries. It was carried out by correlation research in the public interest, which is based in Canada, under the leadership of University of Ottawa lead scientist Dr. Dennis Raincourt. And the researchers estimated that around 17 million people died following the rollout of the vaccine. And with 13.5 billion, and that's billion with a B, injections provided during the study period, it averages one out of every 800 people that got a jab died. If you take this one step further and consider the 677 million doses that were administered in America, it would mean that nearly 850,000 Americans died from the jab. However, the researchers concede the average could be lower in the United States because the study's focus on the Southern Hemisphere meant that there were more people involved who received the AstraZeneca injections that, oh, by the way, later proved to be toxic, poisonous folks, and were withdrawn. What a surprise. These figures, however, are a bit low compared to the report by Dr. Roger Hodgkinson, who reported 1.1 million deaths in the United States and 20 million worldwide. In yet another article posted on my website titled, The CDC Withholds Data on Heart Inflammation Following the COVID-19 Vaccination, it shows what seems to be a deliberate withholding of crucial information that should be a matter of public knowledge to allow people to make an informed decision as to whether or not to roll up their sleeves. Were you or any of your friends, neighbors, and relatives given informed consent? Were you, any of you given the pros and the cons, the possible side effects, including but not limited to death, myocarditis, periocarditis, strokes, heart attacks, neuro neurological problems? Anybody be, did, did, does anybody recall receiving any of that knowledge from any of these white-coated medical providers who were frothing at the mouth to roll up your, have you roll up your sleeve and take a jab? By the way, they got paid for it, folks. But I want to give you just an excerpt of this article. Despite the countless reports of adverse side effects and deaths linked to the uh, Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the uh, CDC, has declined to release any updated information on the reported cases of myocarditis and or periocarditis following the COVID-19 vaccinations. Mm-hmm, I see. Gee, I wonder why. The agency has previously revealed that coronavirus vaccines can cause the inflammatory conditions. Oh, really? Were you ever told that, folks, when you rolled up your sleeve, if you indeed did so? And the article goes on to state, in the past, the CDC has regularly reported the number of post-vaccination myocarditis, that is uh, heart muscle inflammation, and uh, periocarditis, that's heart lining inflammation, 
These cases reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, as it consults with its advisors on updates to the vaccines. The CDC, you see, folks, helps manage VAERS. And if, if you talk to any number of doctors about that very subject of making a report, they'll tell you it's darn near impossible. But that's a story for another day. However, at a meeting on September, this past September 12th, the CDC didn't share details about recent VAERS data. And when asked for the information, the CDC spokesman referenced a CDC study that covers data only through October 23rd of 2022, which was over a year ago. Hmm. The study identified at least nine reports of myocarditis or periocarditis following vaccination with one of the uh, bivalent COVID-19 vaccines. Seven of the nine reports were verified by medical review. And when pushed for more current data, that spokesman said that the CDC has it, but isn't making it public, adding that the updated safety data will be published when appropriate. Hmm, I see. This poses the question. Why? Why would they not make it public? And what exactly do they mean when they say that updated safety data will be published when appropriate? Just exactly when do they feel is the appropriate time? And why the secrecy? In the case of the COVID era, the public is now starting to rely on what is not being said as opposed to uh, what has been pumped out in the narrative since COVID's alleged inception. Nothing reported on mainstream news since this alleged pandemic started has been anything other than a parroted narrative by all cooperating news outlets designed to induce a trusting public to roll up their sleeves. Even though just about everyone on the planet likely knows at least one person who is now either deceased or debilitated by the results of this rollout and the campaign throughout. Yet, interestingly enough, after only 25 deaths resulting from the uh, swine flu vaccine back in 1976, those vaccines were pulled from the market. What has changed since then? As of February of 2023 this year, the Vaccine Adverse Event Report begrudgingly gave a number of 34,270 deaths due to COVID. Now, even if one were to use that number, which is far low, by the way, it equates to more than 1,000 times the result of the swine flu deaths. And yet, the COVID vaccines are still being promoted. Now, I don't think it's a stretch that any rational thinking human being could reach anything other than an ominous conclusion here. So with that, I'm going to share with you 
a recent writing by D.V. Kidd. She's a news journalist that writes for uh, newswithviews.com. And in the bottom of her article, she has asked that this be shared far and wide with everyone you know. And I would ask you to do so. This will be posted on my website very shortly. So you can read it in its entirety. But uh, uh, I'm going to share her thoughts with you. This was penned on October 30th of 2023, which is uh, oh, just about eight days ago. She starts, the carnage from those experimental gene therapy injections continues. As you may know, uh, depending on where you live, they tried to roll out another booster here back in September. Didn't fare very well though, because from the results that I read shows that only 2% of the populace actually rolled up their sleeve this time. Hurrah for that. It will not stop unless Americans demand their state attorney generals convene grand juries to investigate one of the greatest crimes against humanity ever. She goes on to say, as someone who has written a gazillion words since early 2020 and spent countless hours doing research, the truth about those injections continues to surface as scientists and doctors evaluating the contents find even more devastating scientific results. And to this day, ignorant college grads and college boards, excuse me, ignorant college boards, are again requiring a student to take an experimental injection which can kill or disable them for life or forget getting an education. They should all be in jail, folks. No college degree from some big name college or university indoctrination center is worth your life or your future or your children's future. Same for the medical personnel in all fields from doctors and so-called scientists from big name hospitals like John Hopkins. Yes, the two mRNA vaccines, both Pfizer and Moderna, authorized by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, and recommended by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the uh, CDC, are very safe and very good at preventing serious or fatal diseases of COVID-19. The risk of serious side effects associated with these vaccines is very small. That's what they said. None of them have a shred of credibility left. Those vaccines are safe. So they were mandatory for nurses, for technicians, and even janitors in hospitals. Their denial and zero knowledge of what has happened as a result of those experimental injections is no excuse. And tragically, School districts across this country, also drowning in ignorance and denial, have added the COVID-19 vaccine to the list of cocktails for kids. It's truly heartbreaking, folks. Career politicians, and this is D.V. speaking, like her governor, she lives in Texas, her governor, Greg Abbott, and her alleged 
Health and Safety Committee did nothing to stop distribution in the state of Texas. In early 2021, she had written six letters to both Governor Greg Abbott and every senator on that committee warning them about those experimental injections that they were not vaccines, that the FDA considered Pfizer and Moderna their product gene therapy. Gene therapy treats diseases like cancer, and it is not a vaccine. As a matter of fact, Webster's Dictionary actually changed the definition of the term vaccine back, I believe it was in mid-2021. Mislabeling is a felony. Fraud does not protect vaccine manufacturers and their precious immunity. The response that she got? Crickets. No one replied. She goes on to say that she remembered quite well all of the demonstrations at the state capitals from angry Americans who couldn't go to work, who had to wear a mask, and other draconian measures based on no science. The demonic governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitless Whitmer, another one of Satan's pimps, didn't give a tinker's damn. She was still getting her fat paycheck. So where are the demonstrations now that over, she claims, 500,000 Americans? Dr. Roger Hodgkinson says it's over a million. But where are those demonstrations now that over, I think, a million point one Americans are dead from those injections? Now, the number is based on several sources, but the only way to get something close to the actual number is through Medicare and Medicaid death files and through the hospitals, which they are very reluctant to give up, by the way. The number of now permanently disabled has yet to be determined because there has to be a forensic investigation which will be very time-consuming. Edward Dowd has come up with 1.3 million more disabled added to the count for the last, the, just this past year. Uh, this came from one of his recent interviews. Injuries from the injections that range from mild to catastrophic will require a forensic investigation into both state and federal records. And since December of 2020, after those injections were released, the injuries are well over 1.6 million. The reason actual hard numbers will never be known as VAERS or VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, is a joke with about 1 to a maximum of 10% reporting. And I said earlier the reason why. It's almost impossible to get a report through. The hoops that a doctor or a nurse or a medical professional has to jump through to get that report filed, it's almost impossible. And I think that's by design. So, in this article, there's another video clip called SAFE, a short video clip of dozens of vaccine-injured women that had sent their videos to both the CDC and the FDA back in December of 2021. 
that say hell no, while professional politicians, governors, the hyenas in Congress, the safety and health experts across the country kept demanding everyone get those injections. Those videos were sent almost two years ago, and to date, they have been ignored. Again, this article is posted at the AmericanAwakening.org, and it is rife with many embedded videos that I would uh, encourage you to watch, exposing what the mainstream media, what the politicians, what the CDC and the FDA will not tell you. One of which is a video filmed at Hillsdale College in Michigan called, What's in the Pfizer Documents? The speaker in that particular event was Dr. Naomi Wolf. This was back on April, uh, April 17th of uh, 2023. Very important information. Remember, Pfizer wanted the court to seal their internal documents for 75 years. Remember that, folks? And the judge said, nah, I don't think so. Let's see what you've been hiding. <sighs> Report number 69, a bombshell. Pfizer and the FDA knew in early 2021, I believe it was April, that Pfizer mRNA's COVID vaccine caused dire fetal and infant risks, including death. And they began an aggressive campaign to vaccinate pregnant women anyway. April 29, 2023, the Pfizer Documents Analysis Project. This is all in the documents that were released. The batch of Pfizer clinical trial documents released in April of 2023 by the Food and Drug Administration under court order contains a shocking eight-page document titled Pregnancy and Lactation Cumulative Review. The data in the cumulative review span from the time of the drug product development to the 28th of February, 2021, a Pfizer employee, Robert T. Morocco, approved the review on April 20th, 2021. This document is among the most horrifying yet to emerge in public view because it reveals that both Pfizer and the FDA knew by early 2021 that Pfizer's mRNA COVID vaccine, the BNT162B2, resulted in horrible damage to fetuses and babies. <sighs> Devi says that she arrived at the conclusions in this article of her own from reviewing the document. Sonia Elijah previously covered some of this same material on April 22nd, on trial site news and on April 26 on Substack and redacted. Pfizer tabulated the rest of the link. This video is by Dr. Richard Fleming. <coughs> Excuse me. Witness for a grand jury. This is also the videos in its entirety on the on my website in this article. Two years ago, while the carnage and the deaths had continued. Have you ever wondered what the Pfizer vaccine actually does to you? This is according to Dr. Richard Fleming. The video that I encourage you to go in and see in this article on my website, it shows what happens when the Pfizer vaccine is added to human blood. And this was recorded on the 25th of October of 2021. 
Operation Bluern Affidavit for Indictments. The Affidavit for Indictments of, hold on to your seat, Lloyd Austin, Javier Becerra, David Franz, Chris Hassel, Rochelle Walensky, Janet Woodcock, F. Fleming Krim, Francis Sellers Collins, Anthony Stephen Fauci, Peter Daszak, Ralph Barrick, Xi Zengli, and William Henry Gates III of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Now, the much-awaited USA Crimes Against Humanity Tour, that's C-A-H-T, has now begun. And she asked that we all join Dr. Kevin McCairn, Ph.D., Charles Rixey, Jennifer Bridges, Tommy Renz, attorney, Steve Kirsch, and other select speakers, along with DV Kidd. They are not interested in a civil action. They're not interested in money, folks. They're not interested in misinformation or people lining their pockets with money. Everything presented must be supported by real evidence that can be presented in a court of law and will be. And they invite all of us to join on this journey as we continue the fight on behalf of our children, our grandchildren, and all of the generations beyond. Again, that's the Crimes Against Humanity Tour, C-A-H-T. Now, for the full deposition to submit to prosecutors and grand juries for indictment of those who have committed crimes against humanity, um, you need, just need to click on it and watch the video. And actually, it's a film that has several parts. And any grand jury who watches it, according to Devi, she believes, and I've seen it, and I believe, would turn a true bill. Yes, this is all very time-consuming, but Americans and the people of the world that have been shot up, or if you haven't been, if you know somebody that has been, must take the time to become informed and then act, as she's done and I'm doing and many others like me. She goes on to say she knows from experience a close family member those who took those experimental injections, the doctor insisted, of course, they don't want the truth. The doctors don't. It scares them. Denial. The people that took it, they don't want the truth either. So fine, I'm, I'm fine, so leave it. My family member took them 18 months ago in her health. Her doctor said, you must get one. has been steadily declining, and she's in a lot of pain. If you don't die within 48 hours or within a few weeks, it could take 4 to 18 months after getting jabbed for the technology to start destroying your natural immune system. And someone with no comorbidities, it could take 3 to 5 years, and then we've got a premature death. She goes on to say it's not easy for her to write the columns because it brings tears to her eyes and jerks her heartstrings. But the genie is out of the bottle and cannot be put back. The truth, despite the never-ending lies pumped out by the prostitute media, including ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, USA Today, Reuters, you get the idea, A&P, all of the rest of them, the truth backed up by actual science is now out of the bottle. This is a dangerous time because the guilty are now backed into a corner, and with so much at stake, they are dangerous. The guilty want to, uh, want to silence us because... The cry around the world censored by the media in this country is, I will not comply and we will fight you. So many have died suddenly at home, at school, on a sports field, 
Don't know why. Hurry and get them into the ground. It's the new medical category, SADS, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. So many lives ruined from teens to adults. Myocarditis is inflammation of the heart muscle, which reduces the heart's ability to pump blood. It causes chest pain, shortness of breath, rabid or irregular heart rhythms. It weakens the heart so your body doesn't get enough blood. This can lead to clots forming in your heart, leading to a heart attack or a stroke. Periocarditis is fluid buildup in the sac around your heart, which affects how well your heart is working. Now, look at the thousands, not hundreds of athletes, but thousands since those injections were unleashed who've died on the field in many countries besides the U.S. They've had heart attacks or can no longer play their sport like soccer players. One story that Debbie posted in a column was about a father weeping in a video. It was awful to watch. His son, an up-and-coming soccer star, will never play again. He was 17 years old and will now be leading a somewhat sedentary life to keep strain off his heart because of myocarditis. Many cited articles are contained within this, uh, uh, on my website in this article. Some of them include cutting off the head of the snake. These are people that are coming forward. Swiss banker Pascal Najati, whose father, by the way, co-founded the World Health Organ—excuse me—the World Economic Forum, along with Klaus Schwab, who resigned in disgust. But Swiss banker Pascal Najati calls on the Swiss authorities to arrest people behind the release of the bioweapon COVID-19 shot. In put out in a new documentary, October 21st, 2023, which, by the way, I watched. The Mayo Clinic recommends getting vaccinated as prevention against myocarditis. It won't prevent it, but it might help. High school cardiac arrest. 16-year-old boy from Illinois had a cardiac arrest while sitting at his desk in class. The COVID-19 mRNA vaccine induced subclinical silent myocarditis and was and is extremely dangerous. Student on life support. After collapsing during a basketball game, an 18-year-old has been playing sports since he was 10 years old. That is not true. Boom. Senator Rand Paul catches Moderna CEO lying to the Senate Committee on Myocarditis in Young Vaxxed Males. Calls him out and enters into the record his public deceit. It's a video from March 22nd, 2023. CDC cover-up exposed. CDC hid hundreds of hospital report, reports showing Vax is causing myocarditis. This is just two months ago, September 26, 2023. The WHO warns of unusual surge in severe myocarditis in babies. That was dated May 20th, 2023. Dr. William Mackus drops a bombshell COVID shot paper. mRNA shots make Ig. G4 suppresses immune system, causes reinfections, autoimmune diseases, myocarditis, and cancer. That was June 5th of this year. A 101-page whistleblower document reveals the Biden Pentagon suppressed the concerns about COVID shot side effects, and many soldiers suffered horrifying injuries as a result. Uh, as a result. That was February 14th of this year. Fingerprints of unvaxxed teachers flagged to the FBI. February 14th. Oh, my gosh. If you have any objection to it, it's just like those uh, parents in the, in the school board meetings. You know, they sick the FBI on you. 
COVID jab spike proteins invade all major organs and accelerate cellular aging. That was January 30th of this year. Neurological injury. Spike protein accumulates in the brain and causes infarcts, bleeds, inflammation. Pfizer, Moderna, COVID-19, mRNA vaccines cause severe neurological injuries. April 7th of this year. COVID-19, the Omega brief. September 13th of this year. Paxton opens an invest. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Attorney General Ken Paxton opens an investigation into Pfizer and Moderna May 21st, 2023. Those dedicated Texans delivered it to the city councils, to the city commissioner courts, to the school and hospital boards. Ignored. And how many Texans, including children, have died or become permanently disabled since? But now it's up to Attorney General Paxton's office to bring a state RICO case against all of the guilty. And Pfizer issued a press release stating that mRNA COVID vaccines show increased risk of myocarditis and pericarditis. That was just on October 17th of this year. They need to be thrown in jail, as Pfizer has known this for years. Pfizer issued a press, uh, let's see, uh, I'm sorry, teenagers in devastating myocarditis situations with damaged lungs and hearts after mRNA technology COVID injections. Jail, take the medical license of all the doctors who guided to take the jabs and lied. <sighs> nothing, nothing about this fraud pandemic was true. It was all a lie, 100%, starting with the true nature of the pathogen, the exposure we have been dealing with, to the timelines, to the release, to the lockdown response, to the mRNA gene injections they bought, all of it, not one thing. The PCR process with 95% false positives, the lie of asymptomatic transmission, the lie of equal risk of severe outcome of exposed, nothing, nothing was real. It was all a lie. What we lost was three years of freedom and liberty because nothing was true and most of us fell for it. And those who brought this COVID mRNA technology gene injection are criminals and must face justice for each life lost. The blood of our lost loved ones is one of them. And by the way, I have lost loved ones over this as well. What has been done is horrifying. There is no punishment sufficient, yet we must work within the rule of law. We must work with the courts and the judges. And by the way, let's not forget DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Their role in this, this situation meets the no-go or abort criteria with regards to the vaccines until the toxicity of the spike protein can be investigated. That was an August 2021 report below document. Uh, let's see. American Heart Association Journal, 97.8% adolescents and young adults with myocarditis had an mRNA COVID shot. Cardiac testing at public event in Washington shows 53% myocarditis rate in COVID vaccine victims. That was March 1st of this year. CHD scientists call for investigation of the CDC and FDA suppression of evidence linking COVID vaccines to myocarditis. That was dated June 15th of this year. CDC knew COVID was, the vax was associated with myocarditis, but left off post-vax surveys. Hmm. 
They didn't take any surveys of it. How about that? Well, over 10 million symptom reports were filed each month from January through April of 2021, dropping to 5 million in May and hovering around 1 million for the next few months. The reports jumped above 2 million again in October following President Biden's vaccine mandates for roughly 100 million workers and dropped to a low to mid 100,000s from January through July of 2022. The vSafe data obtained thus far are posted by the Informed Consent Action Network as both interactive graphs and several gigabytes on file. It got them through ongoing Freedom of Information Act litigation against the CDC. Those are just the data the CDC affirmatively sought through checkboxes on vSafe surveys, which are sent to users daily for the first week after each dose, then weekly for six weeks, then three, six, and 12 months after the final dose. It took a year and a half to get five Excel files, which likely took the CDC minutes to download and produce. Hmm. For the love of God, what parent in their right mind would allow their baby to get one of those vaccines, non-vaccines, actually. The Pfizer crimes against our children, the cardiac arrest of two-month-old baby an hour after an experimental vaccine, 58 babies who received mRNA COVID vaccines suffered life-threatening adverse events. Chemotherapy destroys your body's natural immune system to fight off diseases. The dead have names. This is all the just business as usual, nothing to see here, move on. Testicular turbo-aggressive cancer and links to COVID MRA technology. It's another report put out by Pfizer and Moderna. Yes. Pfizer FOIA document, February 28, 2021. They knew those injections were deadly. Either premeditated murder or intentional homicide. An explosive story. Health Canada admits Pfizer misrepresented their COVID-19 shot. This is October 21st, 2023, just not even two months ago. The five-star investigative website, children are up to 52 times more likely to die following COVID-19 injections than unvaccinated children, and the UK government is trying to hide it. This is out of the expose October 22nd, 2023. New Zealand, by the way, is a crime scene. In one clinic, in one day, 30 people were COVID injected and all 30 have died. This report put out the expose October 22nd, 2023. We are calling for an inquiry, not just any inquiry, a full-blown criminal investigation leaving no stone unturned. The $3 trillion substack on how to destroy Pfizer in court, March 5, 2023, Brooke Jackson's attorney, Robert Barnes, had a strong day in court last week with a $3 trillion false claims lawsuit against Pfizer by driving home that Pfizer was contracted to deliver a safe and effective vaccine to prevent SARS-CoV-2 infection. And he pointed out to the judge that the contract promises the delivery of a safe and effective vaccine under FDA laws more than a half a dozen times. Steve Kirsch, breaking. You can now sue the mRNA COVID vaccine manufacturers for damages, and the FDA is required to take the COVID vaccines off the market. Why? Adulteration. This is from October 22nd, 2023. All of these reports coming out, the fraud is being exposed. Isn't it interesting how they're moving on to a bigger crisis, like a possible expanding war? Hmm. Exclusive lawyer update. Class action lawsuit filed against remdesivir manufacturer over alleged deceptive practices, October 3rd, 2023. 
By the way, in defense of Donald Trump, Operation Warp Speed was well planned. Did you know this? Though we were told we had to wait on the vaccine as it was in development, remember while they hyped up, hyped up how great it was going to be? The BioNTech co-founder, Yugur Sahin, designed the COVID-19 vaccine in one day, December 12, 2020. By the end of the day, Sahin became one of the 500 richest people in the UK. Total disinformation regarding efficacy. But perhaps most remarkably, that BioNTech co-founder, Yugur Sahin, designed the vaccine in just a few hours in mid-January. This is according to The Journal, a podcast from Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Moderna's vaccine also took just two days to design. As Business Insider previously reported, the reason both candidates could be designed so quickly comes down to the technology they rely on, messenger RNA or mRNA. Now, do you think that Donald Trump was told that by prolific liar Dr. Death Anthony Fauci? He was suckered using the big fear stick. Trump wasn't even told about COVID-19 until on or about January 27, 2020. And remarks by President Trump during an update on Operation Warp Speed November 13th of 2020. The average development timeline for the vaccine, including clinical tests and manufacturing, can take 8 to 12 years. Though Operation Warp Speed, we're doing it in less than one year. What he didn't know is they did it in less than one day. Say what you will about Donald Trump, but he genuinely and sincerely loves the American people. I believe that. He was so proud we're doing it in less than one year. Huh. Do you think he knew that Uyghur Sahin designed that killer injection, which is not a vaccine in one day? Do you think he knew Moderna already had designed their vaccine in two days? Huh. She goes on to say she has another hundred or so articles. Regular readers know that her past columns on those experimental injections are also full of articles. She can write about it until the cows come home. But in the meantime, those responsible are still walking around free and making big money. The Center for Disease Creation, the CDC, the Federal Death Administration, the FDA, Moderna, Pfizer, the list goes on. All co-conspirators in unleashing those experimental injections. The state attorney generals must file state RICO charges against all of them. We have no Justice Department at the federal level. In early February of 2023, there was postings that went up on our website. Who created SARS-CoV-19? Where, when, and how? It got to Wuhan, China, and the dead book, the deaths, the serious injuries, the permanently disabled doctors, the scientists pull those experimental injections from the market. They're very comprehensive. It was a ton of reading and cross-checking for her. She printed out all of which took forever on her poor old printer. She gave a copy to the city attorneys from uh, all the way, let's see, uh, city attorneys that she's known all the way back to 2016 asking uh, him to give those huge heavy files to the county district attorney, which he did, and even had uh, uh, Wilkerson, whoever that was, sign for the files. She didn't know at the time that Wilkerson was a Democrat and was going to retire in May, but those files sat there for months because apparently Wilkerson spent the last five months in office basically doing nothing. The city attorney, we're talking about Texas here, um, in... 
Joshua Hamby was then appointed by Governor Abbott to replace Wilkerson as the new county district attorney. By then, it was early summer. She kept dropping off new information for Mr. Hamby. Uh, she knew a grand jury had been impaneled. Well, that was what Mr. Hamby suddenly, that was when Hamby suddenly stopped returning any of her phone calls. Very disappointed because they had always had a very cordial relationship. Perhaps it has to do with the secrecy of grand juries, but time will tell. Hmm. As soon as those files were uploaded to her site, she sent another set to those huge heavy files to her state senator, Kevin Sparks, in Austin. Unfortunately, because he was newly elected and the session began in January with only 140 days left to get the bills introduced and passed, the files sat in the corner collecting dust. She had requested Senator Sparks give them to the state attorney general, Ken Paxson, because uh, she was a nobody. She also really didn't have any the financial resources to get to Austin. Little did she know, nor did the rest of the people in, in the state of Texas know, backstabbing rhinos in their House of Representatives at the Capitol began a secret investigation to get Ken Paxton impeached. They started it in March. Remember that? You didn't know that Ken Paxton launched an investigation into Pfizer and Moderna, did you? They did, the only thing you saw in the mainstream news, if you saw it at all, is Ken Paxton was being impeached, uh, impeached for uh, supposed uh, fraudulent campaign donations or some poppycock like that. Yes, it seems that many state attorneys across this country are treating the subject like a hot potato. They don't want to touch it. Just like the FAA doesn't want to touch the pilots that have been jabbed and debilitated or died, the insurance companies don't want to touch it, even though their uh, mortality rates and their actuarial figures have gone up 40% in deaths, and many other corporations refuse to acknowledge the 800-pound elephant in the room. One attorney general brave enough to touch it was uh, that Texas attorney general, Ken Paxton. Paxton's office had opened a criminal investigation into Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson on May 1st of 2023. And by the way, Paxton was, uh, it was May 26th of 2023 when they launched an impeachment investigation on this guy. He was found not guilty of all counts by the Senate in September of this year. It was a political hit job by their rhino speaker of the House, Dade Phelan. May 26th, those impeachment charges were brought against Paxton. What a coincidence. Now, these two files posted on DV's website are dynamite. and list the witnesses Paxton's investigative team needs to call, including Ed Dowd. Uh, so she goes on to say she's sending them, including uh, the mass of Paxton's investigative team. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's see. Florida grand jury investigating Pfizer and Moderna expires December 21st, 2023. Likely, it will take some time for the final report as people continue to die. They suffer horrible, debilitating things like myocarditis and or become permanently disabled, killing off our workforce. She goes on to say that she's done all she can do on this, but really it's up to the American people. Um... It's, it's up to the American people to raise holy hell and deem the full investigation. The horror stories about real people will continue, but until the guilty are indicted, it's just repetition. I'm sorry to have to use that word. No doubt in my mind who the guilty are and that any grand jury, even though this scares people who've taken those injections, looking at all the hard evidence will return a true bill, which means an indictment. I will stay on Paxton's office, she says, and hopefully connect with one of those investigators soon. 
Unfortunately, I have no title, so basically I'm a nobody to them. Now, she goes on to say, and I want you to pay close attention to this, folks. If you have time, whether you live in Texas or any state in the union, drop a short snail mail letter to Attorney Ken Paxton, Attorney General. I support your investigation. I support your investigation into Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson. We demand justice, politely, of course. Ten or fifteen thousand paper letters. Forget email or uh, make it snail mail. It makes a big statement. We know what's going on. We want the guilty punished to the fullest extent of the law. Attorney General Ken Paxton, Post Office Box One Two Five Four Eight, Austin, Texas, Seven Eight Seven One One. Dash two five four eight. Professional politicians like Governor Greg Abbott can always hide behind, I was never told the truth, but make no mistake, this is political kryptonite. And next year is a big election year. Lockdowns, mandatory masks, and the rest of the madness gets laid right at their door. It is one of the reasons I did not vote for Abbott in the last primary, according to D.B. Kidd. A whole lot of us Texans wrote and called his office to stop distribution of those dangerous experimental injections. And guess what they got? Crickets. She goes on to say her new postings contain a huge amount of information. Take a look, and then in your spare time, go read the horror of what's been done to us and the people of the world. And while a number of people here in the United States and the U.S. getting those injections has dropped to 2%, the damage is done for generations and for decades. That I wanted to share with all of you, both here in the United States and around the world. The truth is coming out. The fraud is being exposed. This was by design. This was manufactured in a lab. The evidence has come out. The documents has come out. Rand Paul has called Anthony Fauci out in uh, senatorial hearings. The patents have been exposed by Dr. David Martin. The damage has been exposed by a myriad of well-intentioned, ethical, compassionate doctors. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Richard Fleming. I can name you a litany of these doctors that have come out and said this. The cat is out of the bag, folks. So what do they do? The evidence is mounting up. Okay. The game is over. The last time they tried to roll out, which was in September. And by the way, I remember going down. I, I had just gone to the eye doctor. I had, believe it or not, I had an eyelash in my eye, stuck in my eye. I had to have a doctor get it out. And he gave me a prescription, which wasn't a, script, a prescription that had to be filled. It was just a little tiny bottle of eye drops. All I had to do was walk into the pharmacy, hand him the prescription, and get this little bottle. And when I went in that day, it was right around the... 12, 13, 14th of September, they told me I had to come back. Do you know why? They wouldn't give me that little bottle of pills or that little bottle of eye drops because they had all over their floor behind the counter boxes full of new vaccine boosters that they had just taken, uh, had just arrived, and they had to unpack those boxes. Well, thank the Lord that According to the results that I found, and I've got this from several different sources, only 2% of the population bought it. Only 2% this time rolled up their sleeve. So the cat's out of the bag. The word is out. The fraud is, uh, the curtain has been lifted. The fraud has been exposed. So what do they do? Well, they tie it up in court and they move along. What's happening right now, as I mentioned in the first part of the broadcast, in Ukraine. 
The money is continually being shoveled over there in a losing cause, yet they keep telling the American public that we're winning or that it maybe is a stalemate. It's not true. The war is, for all practical purposes, over. Russia won. So what are they doing now? Well, now we have Israel. Now we have this, this supposed Hamas attack, unsuspected attack, which is amazing, by the way, because Israel has boasted for how long now that they have the most technologically advanced um, sensors and intelligence throughout the world, whether it be through the technology and their cameras and their, their uh, motion sensors and their uh, automatic machine guns and their Iron Dome and all of this stuff. They've got the most techno technologically advanced system in the world. Yet for some strange reason, Hamas was able to surprise them. Does that kind of raise a red flag with any of you out there? Is your BS meter starting to climb? Benjamin Netanyahu is under a lot of scrutiny. He's in a lot of trouble over uh, fraud, uh, trying to change the Supreme Court around, trying to basically get rid of anybody that opposes him. Okay, Joe Biden's in an extreme amount of trouble over the, the Hunter Biden laptop and all of the fraud that's being exposed by the pay to play and the money that's being paid into both him and his family's bank accounts through money laundering. This is all starting to come out, folks. But what better way, what better way to make people to divert people's attention and make them to forget it, but a wider war? In my opinion, this is exactly what's happening here. And it's not like they only have one card to play. We're talking about people, I mean, we're talking about nefarious people, demonic people that have a complete deck of cards to play and they'll pull out a particular card depending on what the situation um, uh, unfolding, um, which card fits that, that situation. And right now, an expanding war uh, in Israel, and notice how back it, 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 during Ukraine, they, were, they kept prodding Vladimir Putin, prodding him and prodding him, poking the bear, if you will. Well, now they're doing the same thing. They're doing that to Hezbollah. They're doing it to Iran. They're doing it uh, to Syria. Okay, they want to be attacked. You see, this, the United States government wants war for a myriad of reasons. They want this war. They have a financial system that is on the verge of collapse due to the BRICS nation agreements, mismanagement of trillions of dollars, a national debt that is all the way to the moon. I mean, I could give you a myriad of reasons why this is happening, but the bottom line is it is happening. So I'm going to end this uh, uh, report tonight, but I want you to keep a few things in mind. First of all, remember this, do not comply. Whatever they try to throw at you, do not comply. Their backs are against the wall. They're in the corner. They're being exposed. And it's up to us, the people of the world. The politicians aren't going to do anything about it, folks. It's up to us. The United States, the, 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 the citizens of the United States, the people of the United States, the people of the world for that matter, start taking a close look. Put your leaders under a microscope. Okay. Watch the curtain come down. The emperor no longer has any clothes. They're exposed. They're running scared. Their time is running out. Let's take our country back. Let's take the world back. Let's, let's live in peace and, and, and build a world. They, they want to build back better. They want to build it back better in their perception of building back better. I want to see this country and this world built back better to a point where we can all live in peace, regardless of our race, creed, or color. We can all live together in peace. The only thing preventing us from doing that 
are nefarious, demonic, greedy governments and the officials that uh, oversee them. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Michael Herzog, the American Legion. Bye for now.